Hey guys, Dane here with the Dark Room Podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. In today's episode, I chat with Romeo Aquara. Romeo is a photographer as well as a starting defensive end for the Detroit Lions. You can see his work at Samo Romeo on Instagram. That's S A M O Romeo R O M E O. Samo Romeo, his insanely cute. Uh, is it? It's a French bulldog, right, Romeo? French bulldog, Frenchie is uh, his name is Samo, and that is the cutest cutest pup I've ever seen. But anyways, uh, Romeo and I get into a ton of good stuff. Uh, he's a Leica photographer, so we chat about that, and he drops some Leica knowledge and talks about going to the factory in Germany where Leicas are made very carefully. Uh, we talk about how he balances his professional NFL career with being a photographer as well, mainly in the off season and where he's been going and what he's been up to when it comes to photography. We also talk about a two-year project that he's been working on with a group of firemen in Brooklyn. Um, but yeah, you guys, I had a really good time chatting with him and I suggest you check out Romeo's work and you look out for him on the field this coming season. And without further ado, here is a conversation with... Romeo Aquara. Welcome to the Dark Room Podcast, where you'll get to hear from the best full-time creators on the planet. From starting out to where they are now and everywhere in between. Welcome to the Dark Room. Romeo Aquara. One thing that I find interesting about you is that you are the only photographer that I know that regularly uh, tackles quarterbacks for a living there might be a couple more there might be just under the wraps or yeah yeah so real quick just to give just to give people a little breakdown so we're talking detroit lions we're talking d linemen we're talking football your whole life yeah so when did you first start playing football well i actually didn't start till i was 10 uh actually what was that 11 actually in sixth grade no seventh grade and um I played, make the team somehow in seventh grade. I didn't make the team in eighth grade the next year because they realized I was so bad the previous year. They should have no. let me on the team probably. And then got into high school, developed a little more. Yeah. Got a little taller, hit a big growth spurt. Yeah, you hit that big spurt. Um, and just kind of learned the game and started getting better. And um, so I, I'd say I started hitting my stride sophomore year of high school. When did you, when did you know that you really wanted to, to pursue football? I was wanted to pursue it. I mean, kind of since I started, I knew it was something I enjoyed watching, yeah. enjoyed doing. Um, but started taking it a little more seriously mm-hmm. after sophomore year of high school, and then the colleges started visiting, uh, started getting looks, uh, got a, uh, earned a couple scholarships, and it just kind of started clicking for me. Um, as I kept each each and every year, I get I get a little better, get a little better. Same thing in college, each and every year, get just improve and just make continuous right. improvement each and every year. So it just kind of just started being my thing. Yeah, and then did you bounce around and, and visit colleges when they were when they were offering? And then where'd you where'd you land? Yeah, so my first offer was Duke, and when you get your first offer, you're like, oh my god, yeah, this this one school loves me. So I'm, yeah. I'm going there immediately before the other ten roll in. Exactly, and yeah. then a month later, I had like twenty or something like that. Nice. And and so you start choosing all the different schools, breaking down first. You have to decide, all right. Because there's, there's a lot of schools. You can't go visit every single school. Right. So you start, you got to start breaking down like what things you want to find in a school. Uh-huh. And my thing was academics. Um, so I kind of narrated it down to like Notre Dame, 
uh, Chapel Hill, and uh, that was really the only two schools I was looking at at the end of the day. And I visited Notre Dame and loved it. Yeah. Loved every aspect of it. Yeah. What, eventually like, went there. What is Notre Dame like? Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame is a really, really special place. And um, I think if you talk to anyone or a lot of people that went there, mm-hmm. um, they tell you the same thing. And it's one of those things you got to be there to experience it. Uh, I encourage all my friends who don't know anything about Notre Dame to go visit, go for a game in the fall. Yeah. And just totally immerse yourself in that cultural cultural environment. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just one of those places where you have good people. Um, people that want to be successful, uh, people that are hardworking, uh, high character people, and just surrounding yourself with those type of people just kind of brings something else out of you. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, just kind of helps you improve and uh, makes you a better person. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I would. I would love to get out there. So when you when you first go to school out there, did you redshirt? Did you no. start playing off the bat? What was yeah, that college? Yeah. What was the college career like? Uh, so I got there what in 2012 and um, played uh, played instantly. Yeah, uh, thankfully. And actually, my first game was in Ireland, which is really cool. In Dublin, played in the Navy and um, played uh, since all four years. Nice. Um, didn't get to really start until my second year and then got got more playing time as the years went by. Yeah. And then what, what did you major in when you were there? I majored in accounting, the, the most fun the most fun major as you guys. Dude, but <laughs> such, like, such a crucial major, right? Like, yeah, were you yeah, told, absolutely. like, did, was that, was that all you knowing that you probably should have gone in accounting? Did you have? No, I mean, a little bit of it. I yeah. mean, my, my parents uh, kind of guided me through, uh, through that decision. Um, I'm glad I end, ended up in accounting because it definitely helped me learn a lot of things about business and like hand, handling my own finances. For sure. And uh, so I'm definitely glad I went through the major. Um, it was definitely very challenging. I wanted to challenge myself while mm-hmm. I was at the school. Yeah. And obviously, a great school like Notre Dame uh, we had the number one under, undergraduate business program right I think I should have taken advantage of that <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I did it at the end of the day yeah man dude okay so college wraps up and then did you play your senior year out there you said as well yeah yeah played my senior year um in 2006 2015 season yeah uh, graduated in 16 yeah and then the draft rolls around did you do a combine yeah did a combine um, draft rolled about, rolled, rolled around, didn't get drafted. And, really? Um, didn't get drafted, which is a huge disappointment for me, but kind of just added more fuel to the fire. Right, right, and, right. Um, I mean, I knew um, what I had to do. But um, I signed as a free agent with the Giants, and uh, I was there for two years. Now I'm in Detroit. So when, when the draft rolls around, and did you, have a, did you have your family there and, like, everyone around for that? Yeah. I, I, I just had my family, my immediate family around me. Yeah. Um. We just watching the watching the draft at, at home in Charlotte. Yeah, and, yeah. And then once the draft ends, is that when you get the call from the yeah, Giants? Yeah, kind of. Once the draft ends and towards the end of the draft, um, other teams start calling, uh, trying to uh, pick out uh, players uh, who may or may not get drafted, who are on the edge or whatever. And um, ended up deciding to go to go to New York. Man. So okay, so then you're in New York, and now you're with Detroit. And obviously the NFL has been shaking out, you know, really incredible for you. When did you pick up a camera? So I had a camera um, in college that I used to mainly just take videos of me and my friends uh-huh. and just kind of whatever we're doing, like whatever nonsense we're up to. Yeah. But I finally got a film camera my rookie year. Uh, I've always wanted a Leica. I wanted a Leica M6 specifically. And I finally got one, 
and it, it kind of changed the way um, I started shooting. I used to take mainly videos, and I kind of transitioned into uh, taking stills, and um, it's it kind of changed everything for me. Rookie year, NFL rookie year. Yeah, yeah. So that's what three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah. So before that, you were just doing like video stuff. Just taking videos, a couple of pictures, but like wasn't really like seriously like um seriously taking pictures. Like I don't know, I, I didn't really pay attention. I just kind of snap away and like yeah. not really look at. I yeah. Look at some photos and and once I started started taking film photos and just I think I guess maybe the delay in receiving the photos back and just like taking pictures and not really uh, thinking about them. Right. I don't know something about that kind of changed it for me. So like in in even like going back to like elementary school and and junior high and high school and all that. Like, did you have a creative bone in you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I used to draw all the time. Um, some of my favorite classes were like um, I used to be huge in the architecture. And a lot of my classes were all drafting and like engineering based. So my creative bone was kind of in that. Uh, I love like homes and just like kind of design mm -hmm. and architecture type uh, work. And, um, but I've always loved visuals. I've always been a visual person. Uh, I love art history. I always love art. I love going to museums. And uh, so I've always been, I've always been uh, around things creative. Uh, always like the creative aspect of things. Yeah, for sure. So Leica was the first camera that you got your hands on. Yeah, yeah. How how did that happen? I feel like everyone else is like, oh, I got like a Canon like 60D or I got like yeah, this I Nikon. Mean, well, right? when I was shooting videos, I had a Canon 70D. Yeah, and then I went from that to the M6 and and just Leica kind of changed the, changed the game for me um, just in terms of quality, um, ease of use. And uh, just the portability of it, it kind of made sense for me. Yeah. So, like, what what are some of these, like, first things that you're taking pictures of? Like, when you really got that Leica and when you had time in the off-season to, to go out and shoot, like, what were you trying to go capture? Yeah, I mean, the main thing was, for me, um, I wanted to capture just kind of things that were going on around me. A lot of the photos I really loved um, from photographers were just, like, just the everyday, just, like, everyday life. And, and for me, that was just like capturing people around me, whether it was my friends, um, just whatever environment I was in. I, would, I always had a camera around my neck, and but I found most enjoyment just taking pictures of friends, portrait mm -hmm. style, or just whatever we're doing, anything really. Yeah. And then you started posting on Instagram and, and putting some work out there? Yeah, I post a couple. Um, I don't post as much as I probably uh, want to. Yeah. Uh, most, of cam most of my pictures sit in negatives and binders in my apartment. Or just on a lot of a lot of them on hard drives, but I'm starting to print a lot more a lot more of my work. Yeah. So okay. So film was like essentially kind of the first like real photography experience that you had. Yeah. yeah. Which is so dope, especially like in this, like in our age and this generation too. Like it's a very rare thing. I mean, dude, I've been shooting digital since I was 16. I got my first film camera six months ago. Yeah. And like that was the first time. That was like you know shit. 14 year, 12 years in, I yeah. finally pick up a film camera. And that's the case for a lot of people our age. Yeah, I think the thing for me, for I never really loved digital cameras because the settings, all the settings on digital cameras kind of intimidated me, honestly. Yeah. And I found uh, just the simplicity of uh, film cameras, 35 millimeter cameras, just kind of made everything easier for me. And, and just not having to think much about what setting it's on, what, I don't know. Just the way the camera was built, especially with Leica cameras, um, it made the most sense for me. Yeah. It made shooting uh, shooting film fun, fun for me. I know with Leica, you have a relationship with them. How did that relationship spark? Yeah. Um, I think I, I shot 
shot a lot on, on my M6, obviously, and I'd go visit the Leica store in Soho uh-huh. pretty frequently. I was <laughs> I was a frequent customer down yeah. there buying, whether it's buying lenses or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or going to different, uh, seeing the different shows down in their gallery there. And just from being there, I, I met a lot of different photographers, uh, right. obviously the owners down there. And I think from there, just kind of invited me to different uh, openings they had because I was interested in the images they hung up on the walls. Mm-hmm. And just from there, just kind of festered um, a relationship with uh, with Leica, and everything kind of went from there. Yeah. So, like, what what does that look like now? Like, when like do you pop in there when you get to see them? And yeah, and- every time I'm in New York, I go visit the store in Soho, and um, and obviously um, there's other other Leica teams. Um, actually, last summer I got the opportunity to go uh, visit their. Um, uh, the location, uh, their headquarters in down in Germany. Uh, Karen Alaika, who's uh, nice. the, the head of marketing down there, yeah, uh, invited me. Uh, thankfully, um, and it was really cool just to see where the cameras come from, uh, seeing that tradition and the history of Leica, uh, just being in the space in the in the location where these cameras were made and all the history that, that went down with that was really cool. Man, dude, it, there's, there's, so there's a Leica M10, right? There's an M10. This one is the monochrome, actually. Oh, the monochrome. Yeah. See, I don't see. I need, I need my my Leica knowledge to be a little bit higher. So there, it looks like a tank. These things, and I held one a little bit ago. I mean, I'm I'm talking like I can't even hold it, but I'm just looking at it and like I'm afraid to touch it. But these things are like tanks, man. Like when you're in this factory in Germany, what like what like paint that scene? Like what does the factory look like for Leica? It's, it's very clean because it's all handmade. You can't. It's all these uh, the parts are very sensitive. At least inside. I mean, you can't get dust. So it has to be very thorough and. Um, the kind of all these uh, these doors are kind of blocking off the segments of uh, just to get rid of just like where there's dust or just has to be a very sterile environment. Um, but just seeing people there, literally like someone putting these cameras together, I don't just something about just knowing your cameras are handmade yeah. and like all that work goes into building this one camera. It yeah. just kind of makes a makes it a little more uh, cool and interesting. Just um. Just seeing where everything came from. I feel like they're wearing like white hazmat suits, yeah, absolutely. and like white gloves. Oh, absolutely, right? Yep. Everything's super polished and super clean. Mm-hmm. And this was a this is Germany. Yeah, this is in Germany. So how often? I mean, I'm sure it's obviously only off season. Yeah. But when off season hits, like, are you just like I'm taking off? Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's a, it's a long season, so I mean, right. immediately after the season, I like, usually try to get away for a little bit, where it's a week or two, a couple of weeks. Uh, somewhere wherever it's kind of piquing my interest that yeah. year. And then, so you've been, I mean, you've been in the NFL for three seasons now, right? Yeah. So have you have you been traveling like you've been? Because I know you were just in Ireland and then you went to Germany the year before that, you said? Yeah. The last yeah. year? Like, yeah. Are you, like these places that, that you're going the off season, like before you were in the NFL, were you able to, to travel and, and do as much as you are now? Yeah, I mean, uh, in college, I tried to travel as much as I could. Uh, most of it was domestic. Um, I think the first I went in college was probably uh, Hawaii. And I studied abroad in Germany for for a couple of weeks. Um, but I've always liked traveling. Um, I think traveling is very important just for, I mean, if you have the means to do it, I think it's very important for people to take the opportunity. I mean, just to see the world and to see different cultures. Yeah, for sure. Like, so what? what's your jam? Like, what, what kind of places do you like more than others? I like real, just real places. Like yeah. I, um, just I like being totally immersed in just someone else's environment, right? And just just having to just figure it out. Yeah. Um, just a camera on the yeah. Deck, just, 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 just like trying to learn a little bit of the language while you're there, just to get get by, and just being around different people. Yeah. Uh, people that think differently differently than me. Um, I think it's very important. 
uh, just in terms of, um, I don't know, just accepting other people and just learning about other people's cultures. I think it helps you. Yeah. What's Ireland like? Uh, Ireland was cool. Um, like I said, I went, I played there before in college, but it was more of a business trip. But this time I got an opportunity to kind of drive around and check out the country a little more. Yeah. Um, but it's very, very green, as you may assume. Yeah, um, for sure. It's beautiful. Um, especially by the water. Now we, we um, headed down to uh, the Cliffs of Moore. And um, that was just really crazy and uh, monumental just being up uh, close to those cliffs and uh, just checking out the terrain there. Man, what, what's uh, what's another spot that you're trying to hit, you know, internationally? Are you thinking about it or are you, are you just thinking about football coming up? Um, definitely football coming up, but there are a lot of places I want to revisit. Um, I'm going to go to Iceland for about a week um, before uh, before we head back. And um, I'm going to revisit Japan because that was a place that was, yeah. I, th- I really enjoyed going to last year. Yeah, love um, Japan. Yeah, yeah. So we still have a little more time before everything gets really, really serious. Yeah. So when it comes to uh, when it comes to portfolio work and like physical work, are you doing anything in the gallery space, or do you have plans to do so? Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, there's a I've, I've been working on a project for the past couple of years. Uh, with a fire company out on uh, out on Brooklyn, and I started shooting them, documenting them. I think my my second year in the league, um, a couple of the firefighters came and talked to us when we're, when we were at the Giants, and I told them I would love to come visit them and yeah. just check out their firehouse. I mean, they sounded really passionate about what they do. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it would be, it would be really cool to kind of go just hang out with them on a Sunday. Right, right. And I went there. I was we had a great time. Just. Just like real just New York people. Yeah. And, um, just kind of enjoyed them. And then their their firehouse was just really historical, like really lived in a cool cool building. Um, yeah. Right in the city? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in, actually, no, in Bed-Stuy. In Bed-Stuy. And they were, they were building at the time um, a new, uh, this new state-of-the-art uh, facility that they're going to move it, move out from their old place. And um I kind of want to document them in their old old space that they love so much, uh, even though it's not the best, like not the greatest facilities. Um, they love their little humble place, yeah. And, um, so I kind of want to document them in their old, in their old building. So when you when you came in, you came in with your camera first day as well. No, no, I just went in, just kind of just, just myself, just, just to hang out, and just kick get it to with know them. them, get to know like you know the space and and all that. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it. I didn't want to. Sh- I, shooting was not even on my mind when I went. There. Yeah, <laughs> when I went there, I just wanted to just kind of just. I was just hanging out with some firefighters. Came and talked to us. I like the message they uh, they spoke to us about. So yeah. I just want to hang out with them. So so when you were, like kind of thought about this idea, did you approach that to them and kind of talk to them about what you wanted to do? Yeah, I wrote them a letter. Um, I thanked them for letting me uh, come into their space because I mean they're, that's kind of their sacred spaces. Yeah. Um, um, I thanked them and um, asked them if I could come document them. They were they were really thrilled about it. Thankfully, so dude, that's incredible. It's been really fun just shooting them and just spend a lot of time with them. Yeah, so you were able to do that. I feel like a lot more when you're playing for the Giants than you are yeah, now. Yeah. So what what is what does the project look like now that you're not out there anymore? Yeah. So um, I actually spent the weekend last uh, last weekend in New York. Nice. Shooting. I spent the night there. I spent like I think 48 hours or so just shooting um, and just being in their space and just kind of. Because I'm kind of <laughs> kind of a little behind on the shots. I was supposed to shoot, I was gonna shoot a little bit in the fall when I was in New York. Uh-huh. If I was going to be in New York, yeah. Um, but now it's just like I can kind of take time on the weekends or whatever, whatever free time between training to uh, go shoot. How many how many uh, people in the NFL do you know that also shoot 
and like take photography seriously? A, a, a bunch of guys, actually. A lot of guys uh, take uh, just just like of their families. I mean, um, most of my my pictures are just like with me and my friends or my my family or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I think a bunch of guys um kind of take pictures of their families or. I had a group of friends under the name that were also into photography and just cameras. And uh, they shoot, um, one of my friends, Isaac Rochelle, uh, he shoots down in um, Huntington Beach, he plays for the Chargers. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, have a, we have a decent crew. Have you guys, like, you know how there used to be a, a ton of Insta meets, like Instagram meetups? <laughs> Do you guys ever have, like, NFL, like, weekends or no, days no, where you no. guys get none together? Of, none of that happening. <laughs> none of that happening. Well, dude, I feel like, um, I feel like I've, seen, I've seen you on people's accounts in the last year or so. Like, I feel like you have kind of become buddies with, you know, certain photographers and, and people in the space mm -hmm. that are very recognizable. Yeah. You as well now, you know, like, like even before we did this podcast, like I've, I've, you know, heard your name from Theo and, and Anders and even guys like Joe Greer. Yeah. Like when did you first start meeting other photographers, even like some that you looked up to? Yeah. I mean, just, just being in New York, you're, you're surrounded by so many creative people. Uh, that kind of sh share the same uh, interests as you. Yeah. And uh, I think for Joe, Joe moved to New York uh, while I was there. And we were kind of, we were already friends just like through it. The Instagram world is crazy. Right. I mean, social media is really weird. You can have friends with, you can make friends with people you have, you literally never met. Yeah. Uh, just sharing something uh, and interest with other people and just being in that space where it, all those people are, all, I mean, there are a lot of photographers in New York and just, you kind of cross over and you just, you just just by the, I don't know, by the nature, you run into people in the streets, where it's cameras, just everywhere. Yeah. And, um, but it's been really cool just forming uh, relationships with different photographers and just being in a different type of environment from the regular football environment. It's really yeah. Interesting. Wait, like when you're, when you're traveling during the season, I feel like the funny thing about photography, obviously, is like, you know, the more you shoot, the more you want to shoot. Yeah. You know, so you're a few years in. And, you know, imagine a few more years down the line, like it's, it, do you have to sit the camera down when you're playing football, when it comes to like traveling or, or when you go to certain cities, can you pop out for a half day or a day and, and shoot? Or is that tough? No, the shoot, the shooting is really different. Um, during the season, I mean, the main focus is definitely football. I mean, se uh, photography kind of becomes secondary at that point yeah. because I don't really have time to, I mean, most of my days is spent in the meeting room, in the on the football field. You're just field, staring just, at that Leica, just right in your locker room. <laughs> like, Man, I need you. Uh, it would always be there. Um, but it's, or if I do shoot something, it's just like me at my house with uh, when I have friends around, or or just like I, if I go on a walk, I mean, I might throw the camera around my around my shoulder. Um, but most of my shooting uh, takes place kind of in the off season when I have the free time and uh, and time just to do just to take photos. Yeah. Man, that's so that you you live this wild life of of constant travel for you know what six to nine months out of the year. Yeah, every weekend, every other weekend, you get off of the off season. You finish up in like March, February, March, yeah. and then you just get to go. Like what? Like is it is it a weird kind of like adjustment from nonstop every day, full blown to like whoa? I can I don't just know. I chill. think it's, I think it's a perfect schedule. I yeah. mean, the football season is definitely it's it's a lot of work. It's long. Um, there's has its ups and downs, mm -hmm. and uh, just the off season just gives us this time. Um, whereas when we're training, we have we get what depending on if you make the playoffs or not. Uh huh. Yeah, from either January or mid February till I don't know April, mid April to kind of just do whatever you want. Uh, train. You can set up your schedule where you train in a week or just travel. You can you can you kind of have this freedom to do whatever you want with mm -hmm. your schedule. 
And um, I just try to fit uh, photography in as much as I can. Um, so I would train, uh, train for a couple hours a day. And I try to take off on the weekends, whether it's somewhere cool, some type of hike or somewhere outdoors. Yeah. And just spend spending my time just in just the, the type of manner I like to spend it, just just traveling. Yeah, you ever go look back at your first photographs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah what are those like? Very blurry. Yeah, <laughs> very abstract. Yeah. I say. Well, um, with film, I mean that learning curve. I feel like that's you know in the beginning, dude. I remember my first role. I had that like first role, and I didn't know that that was a thing until who was it? Was it Joe maybe that just brought it up? I forget who brought it up, but they're like, yeah, yeah, that first role. There's like a name for it. But yeah, my first role, I take it in. Sure enough, I come back and, and come pick it up. She's like, there was nothing on that role. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, did you have any of that? Oh, yeah, I've had, I've had multiple, multiple, multiple times where something like that has happened to me where it's just not even knowing how shutter speed works. Just yeah. when, I, when I started shooting film um, and just getting completely blurry photos with my hands shaking and to literally shooting eight rolls and all of them coming out blank is I forgot some type of switch on a camera. Oh man! And that's just that's just kind of part of shooting film. I mean, you got it forces you to kind of pay attention, yeah. uh, to the little things. How did you How did you learn to take such good photographs in the beginning? Oh my god, I don't know if they're good, but I I, I was taking photographs. Um, you too. I don't know. I mean, friends, family. No, I just kind of I just I, trial I, and error. Yeah, I mean. There are a lot of photographers I love. I I I collect a lot of uh, photo books, and I love looking through images. I love looking through books and just right. uh, seeing other photographers' work. And uh, I know what I like, and I know what type of uh, photos I like taking and seeing. And I just kind of try to take that and to like keep that in mind as I'm shooting. And, yeah, um, yeah. I don't I don't really know. Well, it's cool too because I feel like you know, like you're in a, a really cool circumstance to where being a photographer is not your primary job. Yeah. So in a way, when that becomes your primary job, you kind of, you shift gears and you kind of start thinking about the dollar signs behind it. Right. Mm. And that can kind of drive the style that can kind of drive how you market yourself. That can, you know, like you, when you are really trying to get work to sustain yourself with it, yeah. you kind of, you lose a little tiny, tiny bit of that, um, like supreme creativity. You know what I mean? So you, you have this, you know, full-time badass NFL gig. And you get to shoot on the side. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. I, I hope I never lose. Um, I don't know. I I love sh the thing I love about photography. I like shooting the things I shoot. Yeah. Um, I don't think I want to feel like uh, feel um, in a way where I, I'm not like I'm shooting something for the money or I don't know. Um, that's part of the reason I shoot in the first place because I enjoy doing it. I I don't think I wanted to get into the point where it's not enjoyable. Yeah. Do you ever uh, do you ever want to go to the sidelines while you're playing and pick up a camera with one of those like hundred to four hundred <laughs> lenses on those things? Oh no 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 no! I think I mean if anything I think the best photos. I mean I it's weird. I feel like I'm always seeing photo, photos all the time. I feel like taking out the pictures in my head. Yeah. But there'll be sometimes during a game on the sideline, I just look. I'm like, man, that would be a great photo. Just and yeah. it's mostly just like teammates on the sideline, just like just different moments with with, with coaches and yeah. I think sometimes I think the, the cameras are pointing in the wrong direction. Yeah, no, I know, man. So when I uh, when I was in high school, I kind of first started taking pictures then because I was what like six, 15, 16. and I got a seventy two hundred, like yeah. one of the big boys. And um, I walked out on the sidelines for a football game, and I started shooting. 
And there is something for one just so cool about being on the field. Like there's yeah. a certain swagger you feel when you yeah, get to like absolutely. be on the field with that. But some of the like, dude, I follow a few photographers that are on the sidelines today, like big NFL guys. Mm-hmm. And man, some of these photos are just so unreal and so yeah. different than your typical like newspaper yeah. shots. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So much creativity. Yeah, and those are the ones that stand out to me. Um, when I was in New York, we had a guy, um, uh, Matt Swen, who took incredible, incredible photos. Yeah. And I, I was really a big fan of his work, just the way he documented the team. Right. Um, and that he actually shoots a lot of Leica. Uh, nice. He shoots Leica now. And um, I think it really stands out to me. I, I appreciate it when I see photos that don't look like the traditional uh, sports photos you see. Yeah, I think it's becoming more popular. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, it shows... It shows a difference than, like I said, people have seen, right? So it's like a really cool, fresh way to brand the NFL as well. Yeah, which absolutely. I think is dope. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, maybe in the '90s or '80s. I mean, a lot of those film photos, those classic photos you saw, of like yeah, you know, or just boxing or Michael Jordan playing, right? Um, you see all these iconic photos, and a lot of those were taken with film cameras, and yeah. are, there are these like crazy iconic photos that people like. Will remember the mind forever, and they were taken on film cameras. Where, yeah. And you see today, you would just hold down the, the clicker, the shutter, and take I a know, billion right? photos a minute. You don't and, think about that that much. Where yeah. all those photos up until the 90s, for the most part, were just film. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my yeah. gosh. And I know you guys are sitting back, like people are listening, like, yeah, no, yeah, I know they were film, but like really, like if you go back and you look, like I can't fathom that a lot of those historical sports photos were all film. Yeah, well, that's one of my favorite things is when I'm watching either old fights or whatever, I, I kind of, I look in the crowd and see the photographers kind of fumbling their cameras and yeah. whatever rolls of film trying to uh, get the next shot. Yeah. I just, always, I just think it was very interesting where it's like kind of less is more type of thing. Do you um, think you'll always shoot film? Yeah, I think I love, yeah, I love shooting film. I yeah. mean, I shoot a little digital too. Right. Um, but, Nothing quite, I don't get anything quite like the satisfaction of uh, shooting film. Yeah. When, when you touch up photos, um, what, like, what, how do you, how do you go about that? Like when you, when you're going through them, like, do you, do you go super hard? In those? No, not at all really. I mean, I use Lightroom. I just kind of, most, most of my uh, touching up was kind of just like, where it's like bringing shadows out or, I don't know, making, um, putting, adding a little contrast, but I don't. Uh, I don't really change uh, a lot of the photos, which is why I love shooting film in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, the film kind of takes care of um, most of the work, yeah. uh, the way you shoot, decide to shoot the film. Do you take a ton of photos when you shoot, or do you do you keep it pretty minimal? Um, I think I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's it just depends. Like it depends what I'm seeing that day. Um, I usually try to keep it pretty minimal. Um, I don't like taking pictures of the same thing. Uh, just a lot of continuous shots, of the same thing. Yeah, I try to move on. Um, just kind of just. Just to keep my mind moving yeah. while I'm taking fit pictures. Do uh, do your buddies in the uh, Detroit locker room? Do they know that you're the camera guy? Some people do. I mean, I don't. I don't really advertise it too much, but uh, definitely some people definitely know. I'm, yeah. the photo, I'm, the, I'm the photo guy. Man, well, you okay? So you were saying because I'm a big photo book fan too. Always trying to get my hands on something new, and actually, I don't have enough. Like, I really need to like spend some time, like, go find some really good ones. Um, I got a really cool one uh, from this. Oh man, this photographer from Alaska. But like, photo books like that, man, I just dig them. So, is this is this project that you're doing gonna become a photo book? Um, hopefully, hopefully, um, yeah. hopefully in the future. I mean, we'll see. Um, I, I'd love to show show it in a gallery one day. Um, I think it's a, it's, it's one, been some of the funnest shots I've uh, funnest up shoots I've gone on, and um, yeah. I enjoy taking these photos, and I think their story needs to be heard. Yeah, 
Dude, that's going to be so rad. I can't wait to see it. But yeah, even like putting together physical work, like now, like more, like more than ever now, like I'm really attracted to, to like even putting out physical work of my own, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, like just getting it even up on a wall is, is, you know, kind of important. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I think, uh, just with photography, it's just me just kind of taking pictures of like how, like I view the world or whatever I'm seeing. Yeah. And I just think my um just taking pictures of my perspective and that's what i like seeing about different photographers um just seeing just viewing their perspective and how they see the world because everyone sees it differently yeah yeah, yeah. dude I, I dig it and like dude we live in this crazy cool time where you can see a lot of people's work on a constant basis on yeah. things like instagram and you know like how how much effort do you put into to your posting and and you know your portfolio on the internet Honestly, not that much. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, not, mu- not that much, at least at this point. Um, but it's definitely something I want to uh, just, I'm trying to find a way um, to properly share my photos um, just in the way I like to. And just, just something I constantly think about. Um, but I haven't, I haven't really found a way just to, I don't know. I'm still working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> still working on it. Romeo. Dude, thank you, man. I appreciate you. you coming on. Yeah, and, thanks for having me. And hearing your story. I can't wait to see this project. The uh what's do you have a name for the uh the firefighter? Uh, not project? yet, but the firehouse is rescue two. Uh firehouse. Rescue two in, firehouse. In uh, cool. Probably something to do with that. And you'll post on your Instagram about that for yeah, sure. Yeah, when the time comes. And then and yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh and then yeah, if you guys want to see Romeo stuff, your uh what's your what's your Instagram handle again? Um at Samo Romeo. S-A-M-O-R-O-M-E-O. Samo Romeo. And Samo is your Frenchie. Yeah, I named my I named my uh, my Frenchie Samo, but yes. after after the great John Michel Basquiat, who I'm a fan of. Um, yeah, that's that's his name. Beautiful, <laughs> Romeo. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. That'll do it, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out and checking out that episode with Romeo. You can see his work at Samo Romeo on Instagram, so you can see all that he's doing. Primarily right now, it's going to be a lot of football posts, I assume. But maybe not. Surprise us, Romeo. Let's, uh, let's see some sideline shots. Grab a camera. Just walk up to a photographer. Tap their shoulder. Say, can I please borrow this for like 10 snaps? Snap it. Hand it back. And then have them send you the pictures, and we'll, we'll, all, we'll all see them. Uh, anyways... Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. You can find us at Darkroom. You can find me at Dane Diener. And we will see you guys next week.